Do you want to live freely and lightly in your purpose and passion? More than ever, we need to learn to live in rhythms that help move us forward. Welcome to the Exhale Podcast. This is Holly Newton, founder of Exhale Women, and I am your host. I have invited three co-hosts, Annalise Lillard, Annette Yanez, and Cassie Cooper to join me here. We need God's rhythms of grace to live in His strength. What He builds, He sustains. We can't do it without Him. We have some incredible guests lined up, and we can't wait to share these conversations with you. Welcome to the Exhale Podcast. Hey everyone, Annalise here, and you're tuning in to the Exhale Podcast. Whether you're a returning listener or you're new today, we are glad to have you. Today, our special guest we'll be hearing from is Rebecca Lyons. If you're not familiar with Rebecca Lyons already, she has had a profound impact on not just myself, but many across the globe. Rebecca is a national speaker, host for the Rhythms of Life podcast, and best-selling author of Rhythms of Renewal, You Are Free, and Free Fall to Fly. Alongside her husband, Gabe, Rebecca finds joy in raising four children, two of whom have Down syndrome. She wears her heart on her sleeve, a benefit to friends and readers alike. Her work has been featured on the Today Show, Good Morning America, CNN, Fox News, and more. Today, we'll be hearing from her about her new book, A Surrendered Yes, 52 Devotions to Let Go and Live Free. A little bit about her book is that Rebecca spent years battling fear, anxiety, and panic until she found freedom in surrendering her yes to God. From moving from New York City with young children to adopting a child with Down syndrome from China, Rebecca realized that saying yes to who God says you are in Him, even in the small, ordinary moments of life, can create renewed spiritual vitality. In her new devotional, Rebecca offers readers 52 reflections that moves them from striving and fear into freedom, joy, and rest. She shares her own personal rescue journey of healing from anxiety and fear to finding freedom in daily rhythms, and she encourages her readers to engage their bravest self, knowing that God sustains and upholds them. This already gets me choked up as someone who has given God my meekest yes for what feels like over and over and over again in these recent years. Um, And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. From having had a special needs child of my own and learning to say yes when it came to what was best for his life, to just simply saying yes when it felt impossible, whether it was in seasons of deep anxiety or unknowns, um, I really have seen that his way for our life is the only way in all things. So if you're listening today and you're needing encouragement in your season, wherever you are, just know that you are seen, you are loved, and we pray that this falls on your heart and however you need today. So without further ado, let's hear from Rebecca. Rebecca, thanks for joining us today to talk about your new book, A Surrendered Yes. I've been so excited to have you on because um, I have ha- I had a chance to get to know you a little bit when we lived in Franklin, Tennessee, and loved our coffee chats. And your um, your life, your words, your ministry has had a significant impact on mine and what God has been doing in my life the past eight years. So I'm super grateful to you. And um, I just know our Exhale women love hearing your voice. They love your books. And I just am really excited to talk about a surrendered yes. So oh, thank you. Yeah, welcome. So excited. Um, so what is a surrendered yes, Rebecca? <laughs> well, I think it starts, it starts with naming surrender. And I think surrender is owning what is instead of avoiding or um, escaping or fighting against it. Uh, I think a lot of times in life, we just want to run. So if, if we're able to embrace what is, whether it's hard or joyful or whatever, it's like just receiving the moment that God has given us every day. And a yes to that is not only owning it, but giving thanks for it. And that's really easy to do when all things are up and to the right and shiny. 
And it's a little harder, obviously, when we're walking through suffering or trial or God's even nudging us towards risk. <laughs> so a surrendered yes can look a lot like small everyday yeses to being present and to giving thanks and leaning into the things we'd rather avoid. Um, but then those small yeses lead to bigger yeses that are catalytic yeses that are trajectory shifting yeses, whether it's adding to your family or moving across country or shifting careers. Um, we don't ever really get to those yeses until we've started to live out the everyday. Yes. Mm, that that's, that is so true. And so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've been really open about your struggles with anxiety, uh, panic attacks and fear. How did you get, to the place of this surrendered yes? Hmm. Well, I think the idea here is that um, life never looks like we planned ever, right? So we probably know that from our earliest days as kids, you know, you adapt and you pivot. We think pivot is a COVID word, but pivot is like a life word, right? Like when obstacles come in your way, you learn how to adjust and you learn how to redirect. And I think part of that is just submission to God who sees what we can't see. And, um, those curveballs of life, um, can really send us to God, like running toward him, or they can send us running from him. And, um, I don't know, for me, I just feel like he's drawn me closer in those moments of desperation, whether that's you know, having a child with special needs at 26, my entree to motherhood, finding out six hours later, he has a Down syndrome diagnosis and just being so ill-equipped. I didn't have an option to say no to that surrendered yes. It was like, it's a very scared yes. I mean, here we are, <laughs> this is reality. Um, but still in that, finding their strength for the things that come our way that we were not expecting and that's what I've come to find, which is so comforting that whether it's that or moving to New York a decade later with said child who's now nine and then another one who's seven and another one who's five and selling all we had and moving away from our family and our home and our comfort. That was another surrender guess. That was a bigger decade wide trajectory shifting. Yes. And having panic attacks and anxiety and depression in that season man, sometimes you say yes. And then it, you just keep feeling like you're getting hit. But one thing God has shown me is that he's still with us in it all. He's with us and he meets us. And when we lean into him, he actually brings us greater uh, reward on the other side, or even in the midst of it, right? The presence of being with us in the hard, because for me, that lasted a couple of years and wondering like, what will this look like when it lifts? to even knowing that when he lifted, it was glorious, but then also it's a decade now of walking a healing journey from mental, in mental health. And when you're still doing it, you're still showing up daily when I might have a, like a, a muscle memory or a trigger or something that makes me want to fight, flight or freeze. And you're still inviting me to join you and be, um, be near you and cry out to you in that. Yes. So the yes is yes to God. Yes to God. I trust you in all things. And sometimes in big moments, sometimes in everyday moments of just being present. Um, and then knowing that you hold all things together and that there's a real comfort there. And so, so I guess my life has looked like surrender because a lot of times when things don't look the way you thought, you don't have a choice. Um, but I'd also like to think that even on the things that you could have a choice. You could have a choice to go, no, not, not your will, but mine. 
my way or the highway. I'm going to go ahead and control this thing. Um, I have found that I do, I can be tempted to do that. And when I do, I lose sleep. I become more anxious. Um, I don't get the deepest longing of my soul, which is to be at peace with God. I just, I know innately that I'm fighting uphill and, um, and so it's kind of that still small voice that always brings me back to going, do you trust me? And when I can say yes to that and let go, then that's when I continue to walk in freedom. So that's why the subtitle is 52 devotions to letting go and living free is because the freedom is just a slow and steady process of handing things over. And that's never going to end as long as we're alive. <laughs> Boy, that is true. It is a slow and steady process. And you know, um, saying yes to God, like you said, sometimes we have a choice and sometimes we just don't have a choice and um, things happen and we have to make the decision. Are we going to surrender? Are we going to say yes to him? Or are we going to just try to handle things our own way? How, like in the days when, you know, your feelings were feeling different, like how did you keep saying yes to God? Yeah. Well, I think when it, it went from an idea, right. Um, a lot of times, even scripture, we can make it an, an idea. Like we read the verse and we, and we say it out loud. Um, but we're not really internalizing it. We're not putting skin on it. I, I think about the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us. It's like scripture is not just to be heard and recited. It is to be lived. And, and so I found that when I took it from this ethereal prayer to a pragmatic embodied approach like Jesus, um, he took, he became flesh and he embodied the salvation that he was inviting us into. He was that. Then I find for me, if I wake nervous or anxious, I apply the verse. It's not that I'm just reciting the verse. I apply the verse. And so if it's like, um, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. That means I have to, in that moment, begin to give thanks for the 10 things that I feel anxious about, mm. like turn it on its head. Yeah. Um, if I'm anxious about a relationship or work or, um, something uh, with my motherhood or, you know, being a wife or a parent, whatever I then go, God, I I'm asking right now that your spirit would give me. Uh, just clarity on what is good right now. I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt all the negative talk um, with what is good. And inevitably I'm flooded with peace about five, five things in, you know? And so you can say it, but even more to write it and make that a daily rhythm of gratitude. Just write it in your journal. Um, for me, it's also movement, like physical movement of getting outside in nature daily all the time. Sometimes sunset, sunrise and sunset uh, when it's you know not the dead of winter. And I'm always walking and listening to sermons or um, just um, respected leaders that I feel like are helping me mature, like that are kind of discipling me online. And I'm making, it's almost like settles in more when you're moving and you're almost like, it's, I, I write about this in Rhythms book, but like how to take a walk and how it um, gets you out of your head. It's that very much that physicality of processing what you're hearing and learning. And so I just like that interaction. Um, and then also about the food I put in my body or um, what I choose to consume online. All those are very practical things that keep me in a posture of submission and surrender and humility um, to whatever God has. Yeah, I love that. Those are really 
um, great points and very practical things that we can do as we, you know, are in this um, battle <laughs> with our flesh, right? Um, so your book, A Surrendered Yes, it's divided into three sections, saying yes to God, saying yes to yourself, and saying yes to others. Each of those have their own unique facts. What do you want readers to take away from each section? Well, I love that God first, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's where we start. And so in, say, in our love to Him, our devotion to Him is like, yes, Lord, I, I'm yours. You know, I really do believe that you are the prize. It's not about the work I do for you or the things that you, um, the, the journey of who you have me minister to. It's about you. Like y- you are worthy of all my praise and devotion. And if I were to stop tomorrow on having any voice online or teaching on a stage, like you are still the prize. Like my delight and joy is just being beloved as your daughter and you being beloved as my father. And so that begins there. And then yourself, it's like, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. So we assume that if we're loving the others, like we love ourselves, then I put that in the middle because loving ourselves. um, needs to come first before we love someone else out of that overflow. A lot of times we get that out of order, especially as women, we're giving everything we have to others and some to God. And we're actually condemning ourselves all day long. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think when you come to know the love of God, the height, the depth, the breadth, the width of God's love for you, you're equipped with power and you have an overflow that naturally comes out without as much effort. It's more of an ease. But if I don't believe I'm beloved by God and he delights in me, then I'm going to be real hard on myself, which inevitably will make me hard on someone else. And I have found when I'm hard on myself, I'm hard on others. When I'm gentle on myself, I'm gentle on others. And so that, that yes to self is very much just living into the promises and the declarations that God has already said is true. I love it. I can't wait to dive into it. (laughs) You know, your recent book, uh, Rhythms of Renewal, focuses on four daily rhythms and how they lead you from, you know, stress to peace and purpose. So how do those rhythms tie into the themes of a surrendered yes? Well, they tie in because um, they're very much those, the rest, restore, connect, create are the rhythms that really look like a surrendered yes rhythms as far as what are daily yeses. Maybe it's choosing to forgive or apologizing first or um, being the friend you wish to have. You know, it's like yeses are leaning into conversations you'd rather avoid. Uh, They're being honest. Um, you know, you just think of, or, or taking a risk, you know, you think of the create rhythm, it's stepping out or recovering your passion, risking again. Yes. Was like our last yes of, of the book, which was saying yes and taking a risk and adopting joy. I mean, that was really the catalyst that inspired the devotional was that, wow, I, I've kind of been living this way for a long time. Surrender is not a popular topic in the in in anyone's mind. Um, but to me, meaning always follows surrender. So why would we not? We want this life of significance and purpose and meaning, but we're unwilling to yield the life we're currently living. And so, surrender to me is the catalyst for purpose and a catalyst for God's kindness to just flow through us if we're willing to let go of the things that we hold dear and that might just be our agenda or our plan for our best plan for our life you know and I think in the last year and a half we've all had to 
we didn't choose to surrender, but we all have surrendered. We have, we reluctantly surrendered or angrily, we have had to surrender because life is not as it was and it doesn't look like it will return to that anytime soon. And so we've, we've had to act accordingly, like, you know, put on our big girl pants and go, okay, well, what can I choose to be grateful for today? What impact can I make in a glo- when a global world feels like it's just on fire and I don't know how to affect any change? I can still steward what God has entrusted right in front of me, and I can take very proactive steps in doing that. Yes. Yes, 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 and yes. So before we go today, you know, um, someone uh, listening may be struggling right now to say yes to something in their life. What encouragement would you have for them in this season? I would just say if it's something that God's been nudging you about for a long time, you know, maybe you put it way back in the back burner, like one day when I get all this figured out or life is easier and I feel more ready. Um, I think sometimes God is so gracious to continue to invite us into the things that he already purposed and destined for us, but he's a gentleman. He doesn't force it upon us. Um, it's an invitation. And so I found like for me, adoption was uh, a three minute conversation every three years. Like, could we, should we maybe No, I think we're good. (laughs) Um, but I wouldn't find that when other people would tell me their stories, I would tear up. So I knew it was a tender place that I wanted to be surrendered to, but felt not equipped to say yes. And I think part of it is God's timing. Part of it is just like, it's all God's timing. And then it's, um, knowing what to do when that opportunity arises again. And for whatever reason, God just knew that, um, what I would have thought is too late in life to bring home a five-year-old from China and having, you know, kids going off to college and a second grader, you know, on paper, that doesn't make sense. But God made it very clear that it was like sand in my shoe and I couldn't shake it. And Mm -hmm. I had surrendered to it a couple of years prior by saying, okay, God, if, if you want this to happen, I need you to bring her right here. I need you to put her photo right in front of my face and I will name her joy. That was my little ultimatum. And I just said, I'm not going to pursue it. I'm not going to hunt it down. There are so many other families like that are waiting to adopt. I don't want to take their place in line. I don't, I just want, I just want to just sit back. And if this is evident, you'll bring her to us. And two years later, that's exactly what happened. So I think that's a way to know. Sometimes we kind of put that fleece out there and just go, if this is what you want, it kind of needs to look like this. And I'm not saying I'm not advising giving God ultimatums, but it does help with clarity. If you've wrestled with something for a very long season and you just don't know what to do um, and you don't want to force it. And so he brought her to us through a photo from a friend uh, who texted from Beijing saying her file is going to the States tomorrow. And I was like, what is happening? Cause I had moved on, you know, I had kind of put that out there and then moved on, not thought about it again much and, um, and I had told God, I'll name her joy. I had said, bring her to us and I'll name her joy. And so I get this photo of this girl with down syndrome, who's five in China at an orphanage. And I just remember saying, she's adorable. What's her name? And my friend said, her name is Kara, which is C-H-A-R-A. And I immediately said, do you mean the Greek word for joy? And she said, yes. And honestly, that kind of obviously hit me because God's like, just 
yeah, just be careful what you tell me, <laughs> you know, like I can, I can meet that. I can double down and I can bring you the same things. I'm going to bring you a girl who I, uh, this girl had named her joy months prior because she just saw that she was looking somber, but could tell there was like a passion underneath all of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and God's like, not only will I bring her to you, I will have someone name her joy for you in advance of you even meeting her. And man, I think about that provision. It's like, <laughs> how kind of God to go like, I know you're very scared and this timing feels really wrong, <laughs> yeah. but I will give you confirmation after confirmation. So this is for that person who has something that God's been nudging them toward that they cannot shake and they know it's going to be costly and they would rather just avoid it. But God in his mercy corrects those he loves and he knows the things that he has destined and appointed for us. And he will put those in our path and he will continue to bring confirmation after confirmation and people all around us to give us the confidence and the courage to take the next step. Beautiful. I, I just thank you for sharing that. Such a beautiful testimony of how God is so relational with us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. kind and, and to so specific, it, so yeah. specific, you know, with his purposes and plans and, um, you know, um, your obedience and your family's obedience has just been a beautiful thing to watch. And joy is, she is so much joy, isn't she? <laughs> she really is. She is her name and yeah. she has walked a hard road. She was left at a police station at four months immediately put into an orphanage until she was five and a half still on bottles and diapers and 18 cribs in a room when we met her. And yet when the Lord gave her to us, um, she, she just, it's like that spark came back. It really came back and it just shows me in all parenting (laughs) what the human, what the human heart is capable of with the right nurture and the right attunement or attention. Um, and so that, that yes, might just look to the mom today who says, I'm, my kids are driving me insane. Uh, I just want to escape them. Um, and, and maybe it's a yes to just pausing and just getting down on their level and looking them in the eyes and saying, what do you need from me right now? You know, yeah. sometimes it's just a yes to that present moment where you would rather run and hide. Oh, yes. So true. So true. And every season looks different. Yeah. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us today on the Exhale Podcast. Um, Before you go, tell us um, where we can pick up a copy of A Surrendered Yes and where our listeners can connect with you online. Oh, absolutely. Uh, So you can find me at RebeccaLyons.com and all the handles on socials are Rebecca Lyons. We also have a quiz where you can identify the yeses that come easiest for you and the yeses that are very hard. Um, If you want to go to Rebecca Lyons.com, dot com slash quiz. Uh, that's just a fun exercise and, it, and you'll get an auto reply with your healthiest yes, but then some tools and tips to grow in the other areas of, of whether it's relationships, health, future identity, and dreams. Wonderful. Thank you again for joining us. Thanks for having me. So great to talk to you and uh, so excited for this book to come out. Thank you, friend. Love you. 
Thanks so much for listening to the show. We are here for you. You can find me super easy at Holly A. Newton on Instagram and Holly Newton Official on Facebook. I'd love to connect with you and hear how the show is encouraging you. And let's help others find the show so that they can also be encouraged in their purpose and passions. There's a couple of ways you can do that. One by subscribing and another is by rating and reviewing the show wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And two, you can even screenshot, share in your stories, text it to your friends and family. And be sure to tag me at Holly A. Newton on the socials so we can connect.